Good day and welcome back to the John White Project. I am your host, John White. And right off the top, I'm going to tell you that I've been lying for quite some time now. Not about diagnosis or, you know, anything like that. People ask me how I'm doing and I tell them I'm doing good or I'm doing well or, you know, uh, when I should actually tell them that uh, I'm just barely getting by. It's been a really hard year, um, mentally. Uh, PSA is undetectable. Testosterone is, is low, but it's still in the normal range. But my mind has been everywhere. All I can think of is like one of those... Uh, Super balls I used to have as a kid and you just bounce it against the wall and bing, 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 and it would just ricochet everywhere. That's, uh, that's how I've been feeling lately and for a long time. Um, I've been telling everybody I've been good. I've been getting obsessed with the news again. Uh, and, and of course there's, there is nothing happy in the news um, I've been getting caught up in a lot of uh, American politics uh, and Canadian politics as well. Um, we broadcast from Canada, so yeah. But it's so easy to get caught up in the weirdness that is America. You know, with all this transgenderism and surgeries that are being done without parental consent. I don't know how much of it's real or, or how much of it is like uh, conspiracy theory. But there's a lot of weirdness going on. And then the uprising in Iran. I mean, really, for, for not wearing a head covering, 22-year-old girl gets killed? But And then the war in the Ukraine? I mean... So I've, I've taken a news hiatus for about a week. And that means Twitter, um, the news, Fox or CNN or... CTV, CBC. Yeah, you don't know who to trust anymore. Remember when Walter Cronkite would come on or Ken Gibson would come on and basically say that's the way it was today? You took them at their word. Now, CNN is one side of the pendulum and Fox is on the far side of the pendulum. And in Canada, you just don't know who to trust telling the news. Legacy media. I mean, stop making it about opinions. Just tell the truth. Just tell the news. We don't want your opinion in our newscast. Just broadcast the news. That means talking about Georgia, Maloney, and in Italy. That means talking about both sides of an issue on transgenderism. So, okay, there I go again. Getting caught up in it. See, it just... The drop of a hat, it just sets me right off and my heart rate goes up and everybody's got their own opinions and I understand that. But man, when, when you've had two breakdowns roughly within a, you know, six or eight month span of each other, and we're talking mental breakdowns, not, not anything in, to do with health, it's... It's hard. It really is. You just get sucked into this void. 
and you live there and you, you, you try and get better and you, I'm on medication for it and you want people to think that you're better and they're cheering you on and, and yeah, it's just that I'm trying to get by and it seems that it's harder and harder to do. Now, I have been reading, um, reading, reading books on, on different things. Uh, I'm halfway through uh, Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. Great book. I don't know why the critics are all up, up in his face about it. I, they're, they're plain and simple rules. Um, make your bet. There you go. Think for yourself. There you go. Um, I've also, um, I guess, a quarter of the way through uh, The Heroin Diaries by uh, Nikki Six. Can't read that one in uh, great big sessions of time because, man, uh, again, like being sucked into the news, being sucked into a heroin addict's life, um, fall, as I would call it. Uh, is is a lot to take in, so I, I read a couple of chapters and then and then put it down and then go a couple of days without it. Haven't been on Twitter for a while. Um, I go on Facebook maybe once or twice a day, catch up on you know family. Instagram, I've been uh, following different things. I am now a part of the uh, Panda Lovers Club and the Rhino Lovers Club. I know there's one out there about hippopotamuses too, but they freak me out. Um, childhood memory, bad dream. Uh, ask Joy or, you know, my daughters about that. They'll giggle and tell you about that. I don't want to talk about it. Um, I, I, I try and follow along what's going on in the entertainment news, but that frustrates me too because, again, it's so closely tied to the news and California running out of... Huh, electricity. Yeah, it it's just a messed up world. Uh, I've been reading, um, I've been doing, I think I've mentioned it before, I've been uh, going through uh, the Bible in a year. I've been, uh, I've been happily doing that uh, on my own. Uh, my, uh, my church also has a Bible through the year. It's a, a, di- a different, um, I guess, content than what I've been doing. Um, I've been I've been doing that. Um, I've been reading uh, a book uh, by Eric Metaxas called uh, "A Letter to the American Church." Fantastic read. Um, been praying a lot. Um, I just you know um, just a lot of stuff's been happening. I've been missing a lot of work with uh, either mental fatigue or actual physical fatigue, and then of course you've got the combination of both that just makes me not want to get out of bed. So that, that is difficult as well. Uh, this has been difficult to talk about. That's why I, I said in my last podcast, you know, we'd get back to two weeks and I really, and I really did anticipate that, but then I just kind of got thinking, then I got feeling, um, and I thank God for this, this psychotherapist that I've got in my life. Um, she basically said, listen, you, you've got to come to the terms where facts are facts and feelings are feelings. You can't really do anything about your feelings until you realize that, you know, what the facts are regarding your situation. So 
yeah, I want to get back into a regular life routine that includes working five days a week. Uh, I've, I've told you guys that I'm, I'm on the eight hour shift. I'm on day shift. So it's Monday to Friday, uh, seven to three 30. Uh, and it, and it's great, but I'm usually wiped and I'll go to bed around seven 30 and I'll be asleep by eight 30. I'm trying to do better than that because I need, you know, a good 10, 11 hours sleep, uh, mentally and physically. Um, I read my book at work. I tend to, uh, be off in the corner somewhere by myself um, at work. Not that I'm trying to be antisocial. It's just I've got stuff I need to work through and 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 read my book and, and just get stuff done by myself for myself. Um, last week, I hurt my back in the shower. <laughs> I slipped. And instead of falling, I caught myself, tightened up, and couldn't walk uh, for about a day and a half. So I've gone back to the chiropractor. I'm going back again next week. That was a part of my regular life. So I'm getting back into um, chiropractic and acupuncture, which works, by the way. Um, it's helped with my uh, migraine headaches. It's helped with a lot of aches and pains. Uh, one of the things that I did find out uh, with me being on the hormone therapy, the Lupron, uh, it will intensify your migraine headaches, and it also brings them on a little easier. I guess it gets lets your guard down or something. So, yeah, that's always fun. Another thing this week, um, got a text message from a friend saying that uh, her father, um, her 75-year-old father, has, got, uh, has been diagnosed with prostate cancer, but they think they've caught it early enough, and that's you know what? Early detection saves lives. Can't say that enough. Uh, men, we get uh, checked. We get started to get checked at the age of 50. I would like to see that go down to 45 or, or even 40. Um, but more concerning than that is the fact that we still have to pay for the blood test. Um, if, if it's, you know, and if it's not covered by your insurance, it's, I think it's like 30 bucks. You know, nobody wants to spend the 30 bucks, but it could be life-saving. So if if it's not covered, do it. 30 bucks could save your life. Uh, and then I got a, a message on Facebook uh, from one of the guys I used to, I used to go to a church in Newmarket, and uh, he said that he's on the same prostate cancer journey as I am um, with the whole hormone therapy. So that was kind of a... A shock and uh, dismayal, I guess, of of everything. It just, yeah, I just, I wrote him back and I said, I'm, I'm so sorry, but the way I look at it, it's just one more cool story to tell around the campfire kind of thing. So, you know, um, and I've got the podcast to, to let that out. And a lot of guys don't have that. So they've got to live with that in their mind, in their bodies, and that's stress-causing and anxiety-inducing and depression-causing. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Uh, I've been uh, diagnosed with anxiety, and I had the uh, low end of depression. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's been quite a couple of years. I mean, the world gets shut down. Um, I got two mental breakdowns, um, still dealing with the cancer thing. 
I guess right now I've been dealing with that for four years. But again, don't get me wrong, the the cancer is undetectable. Testosterone levels normal, but on the low side. So that's a good thing. Um, I'm doing small weight lifting um, for my muscle mass um, with the Lupron. Uh, your muscle mass uh, deteriorates, so you've got to keep that going. Again, I had to stop doing that because I was doing my planking for a minute every morning, uh, doing some light weights. I think only 10 pounds or something like that, but by the end of the day, it was killing me. So I try and get in my uh, 10,000 steps a day, uh, which doesn't sound a lot, but I used to get in uh, 17 to 21,000 a day when I was working my 12-hour shift, uh, going up and down uh, stairways and corridors and things like that. Now I'm more content to sit in a chair. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I can actually do most of my work from a chair. If it's not on the computer, I can actually sit on the, com- on the, uh, the line at work and do things on the line in a seated position. Uh, another thing I've got to say, I've got a lot of, uh, my wife calls them work wives and uh, work daughters at my work. When they see me struggling, they uh, they drop what they're doing and they come to my aid. So it's, uh, it's nice. I feel blessed that I have this many people around me at work who are willing to come to my rescue, um, as as I'll put it. And a lot of them don't know what I'm struggling through um, mentally or physically, but uh, they take care of me. I'm, I'm glad God has placed them in my path. So like I say, it is a, uh, a cool story to tell around a campfire. Um, and when other people are diagnosed or have people in their lives that are diagnosed, they have told them to listen to my podcast because I have been honest there's a few things I've left out in the podcast that are a little more personal, but I'm more than willing to talk about them if we, you know, have a, a one-on-one conversation or, uh, you know, a telephone call or something like that. It affects you in a personal way. I mean, cancer in general is very demeaning to your body, but I mean, when it's part of your there we go. We're going to put it out there. The sexual reproductive organ, it kind of affects you in a very big way, especially for men. Um, not to say that any other, you know, breast cancer, mastectomies and things like that uh, don't affect women like that. But it, it would be, uh, I guess, along that lines of uh, mastectomies um, that, that that effect would have on a woman. So yeah, these are these are some of the things that uh, that I am still struggling with. Uh, a little more darker uh, podcast. I was only coming on here to do like a little five ten minute thing, but we're almost at the twenty minute mark. But I feel like there's there's just so much to say um, that can't be said, you know, in a little ten or fifteen minute podcast. If you do have questions, if you do have a person or people in your lives that are struggling mentally, please help them. 
help them. Um, they don't want advice. Tell you that right off the bat. Um, but they might just want you to sit there and listen, sit and have a coffee, sit and idly chit chat about other things that are not cancer surrounding or news inducing. Let's talk about the weather. Talk about how Tim Hortons, you know, mixes up their donuts or, you know, the difference between dark roast and regular roast, you know, just talk about stuff. If that person wants to talk about their cancer, they will bring it up. If they don't, ask how their mom's doing, ask how their family's doing, find out about them. If it's obvious that there's something wrong mentally or physically, then by all means get in there because whether they know it or not, they need you to ask and they need you to help. Men don't ask for help willingly. Um, we will reach out to other men when, when we have to. And unless our wives um, notice something drastic, we're not about to go around and tell them. Um, I've been months before I mentioned to Joy that, yeah, no, I've been lying. I've been, I've been telling people that I've been good, but I'm not. I'm not doing as well as I make out to be. We, we want to be good. We want to be well. We want to be, be fit. But sometimes we have to pretend because we want to fit in. We want other people to be happy because, I mean, when other people are happy, we're happy. Uh, even though we might be pretending to be as happy as we are. Yeah, it's a weird thing. You all know. We're, we're all the same. But it, it's just, yeah, uh, just different people cover up different things. I mean, music used to be my joy, like my utter ultimate joy. Now I can do a set of music and it's a physical struggle, mentally trying to remember the words. I mean, remembering the words of, you know, 15 songs is a difficult thing sometimes to begin with. And I usually make fun of myself for forgetting the words, but man, nowadays with the, the, the brain fog, I'm, I'm lucky to be able to get 10 songs word for word. Now I've got an iPad and I actually bring it out with me and put it under my microphone so that if I think I'm going to need the lyrics, then it, it's right there for me. And the guys in the bands, they're, they're totally understanding. Um, the depression, they, they, they might not understand that, but they know something's going on. The prostate cancer, they don't understand what it's like, but they know that I'm a man in need. And they reach out to me. They ask me the questions. You know, they ask about the family. They, they will avoid asking about the cancer until I bring it up, which is great. To, to have a group of men in your life um, as a sounding board, as a as a safe place um yeah it's it's really great and that goes for for all my male friends i mean just not in the band i mean they they you know message me every now and then you know it could be a month whatever I, men are like that we can go years without actually calling each other and then call us you know call each other up and then we're like it never the time never passed. We're just back where we are. I'm sure ladies are like that as well with their best friends, but 
Yeah. Well, that's it for me. We'll see you next time on The John White Project. Thanks, everybody. God bless.